If you're under the impression that in order to be successful, you need to be implementing an arduous morning routine, then you're likely misinformed. Cold plunges, infrared sauna, red light therapy, meditation, elaborate hydration cocktails, and fancy green drinks while all the rage could actually be holding you back. And in this episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show, I'm going to tell you why and hopefully show you a better way to win your day. Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. As always, I am your host, Ben Brown, founder, head coach, and co-owner with my lovely wife, Christina, of BSL Nutrition, where we help you make smart nutrition simple through our pure science proven results process. Uh, and so today, we're going to talk about how to win your morning so that you can win your day. In... 1996, uh, what was I? I was a sophomore in high school, and I had just read a book called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. And the book was about a gymnast named Dan who competed at uh, the University of Cal, Berkeley. And he was an uh, Olympic hopeful, as I recall. Uh, who was kind of struggling through life, struggling to find his identity, struggling to find his meaning of life, had a uh, kind of perpetual fear of death, as I recall. And um, the book really, really resonated with me. It resonated with me because I was at a point in my life where, as a 16-year-old kid, I, I too was struggling to find my identity. Uh, I was health conscious, but didn't really know what that meant. I had been struggling through a number of, of gut-related issues o over, over years and um, was just starting to get more health-minded. And so the book was very timely for me. And what happens in the book is Dan uh, stumbles upon an elderly man, uh, a philosophical man, if you will, whom he appropriately names Socrates. And Socrates takes Dan through a number of experiences and journeys, especially after Dan severely injures his leg. I think he breaks his leg and kind of after having a bit of a pity party, collects himself and Socrates leverages that as an opportunity to kind of train him mind, body, and spirit, if you will, to say, here's what we need to do physically, mentally, emotionally in order to build the best athlete possible. And for me reading that, it was an exciting opportunity to think that I had the power to be able to change my lifestyle, to be able to take control of my life through my fitness and through my nutrition and through my mindset and start to put the pieces in place to live, you know, ultimately the life that I want to live. I'll, like, what do I know as a 16-year-old kid? But as I recall, it, it motivated me and it inspired me. And, and by virtue of that book, I started to put some nutritional practices into play. And what started was 
kind of this morning routine, at least an attempt at a morning routine. And in the book, Socrates encourages Dan to eliminate all processed foods, eliminate all sugar, eliminate all caffeine, and eliminate all intoxicating beverages. I don't recall drinking much alcohol. Certainly, I ate a lot of sugar, a lot of processed foods. Uh, I I recall him kind of suggesting this fasting routine, um, which, by the way, the book came out in 1980. So just in case, you know, you thought fasting was new, there's, there's absolutely nothing new about fasting. In fact, it spans the test of time, you know, with human existence and religion and what have you. But that's a topic for another conversation. And so I uh, naturally made it a point to try and implement some of these strategies into my life. And so I can very clearly recall the first day I went to school. Again, I was a sophomore in high school. And instead of taking down, you know, bowls of sugary cereal first thing, I opted to avoid breakfast. And I got to school, and instead of drinking maybe a sugary drink, I got a cup of tea. And I recall being really motivated for the first couple hours of the day, then starting to get really, really hungry. And it wasn't too long before I was consuming a donut at probably around 11 a.m. because I was uh, absolutely uh, starving. And such began kind of my process, my morning routine process, my experimentation of how I can kind of create the best day possible. And, and in this episode of the show, I really wanted to talk about kind of what we know about morning routines and how to build the most effective morning routine for you. Because I think we're inundated with all of this crazy, fancy information around, like I talked about, like uh, fasting, like uh, meditation, like journaling, like green drinks and sauna and cold plunges and all of these seemingly necessary things that we think we might need to be doing to quote-unquote optimize our life. And in reality, what I've found and what my belief is, for what it's worth, is that we simply need some semblance of structure and consistency in order to be successful. Because after working for close to 20 years in this industry, after having coached hundreds, if not thousands of people over the years, the one recurring theme that we see time and time again that gets people into trouble is lack of structure and consistency. And so it's only logical that if we can infuse more routine, more structure, perhaps more discipline, then we're likely going to set the stage for long-term success. That's where the power of the morning routine comes from, and that's why we need to figure out what makes the most sense for us. And if you're listening to this, you're likely a busy individual just like me that in all likelihood doesn't have time to mess around with all of these fancy things that influencers would have you believe that are necessary to be healthy, to be fit, to be successful, to make money, to do whatever the heck it is that you want to do. Uh, and, and the truth is that most of these influencers have vested interests in the things that they're selling, the things that they're promoting, and it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. And I want to make that very clear. There's absolutely nothing wrong with all of these modalities, except that the belief that these are necessary in order to be successful, whatever realm that looks like for you. And instead, 
Why not give ourselves permission to simply commit to something seemingly small so that we can get the needle moving in the right direction? And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of walk you through what my morning routine looks like, what we suggest with our clients, why it works, and perhaps some strategies that you can employ right away that might work for you. The whole impetus behind the morning routine is, again, to set the stage for success for the day. And oftentimes what happens is we have no morning routine whatsoever, and we awake to the alarm clock, to the snooze button, to the screaming kids, to the dog biting at our heels, to chaos, frankly. And all of the sudden, the switch goes off and we are in reactivity mode. We are in sympathetic nervous system mode, which is our fight or flight response. And we live in this mode day to day in perpetuity. And that is not very good for us. I would argue that perhaps one of the limiting factors, biggest limiting factors to our long-term health success, to our weight loss success, is our ability to manage stress. And this is a very intangible thing that I've talked about in previous episodes. It's very hard to quantify the amount of stress that you're under, especially when it's this low-level chronic stress, when we're running from alarm clock to cell phone to emails to coffee to no breakfast to sugary crappy breakfast to work responsibilities, home to kids to on and on. Probably me just describing all of that probably wound you up a little bit. I know it did uh, for myself. And so the objective first and foremost is to really have an opportunity to prioritize yourself, to start the day without reacting to other people's needs, and to be able to identify what it is that you need, and to take the time, energy, and effort to be able to give yourself some of that love, if you will, some of that time, some of that attention, and not doing it, again, from a reactivity, from a, a sympathetic nervous system state, but doing it from what we call a parasympathetic nervous system, from a rest and digest and relaxation standpoint, so that you are not functioning at a frenetic pace, which means waking up, hopefully, at the same time every day. Not necessarily waking up to a blaring alarm clock, but training your body to be able to wake up as early as you reasonably can before the kids are awake, before you know, most people are in need of your attention so that you have some time to get hydrated, to exercise, to move your body, to get grounded, to perhaps meditate, to maybe journal, to maybe do a strength training workout, whatever those things look like for you, again, so that you can prioritize yourself because by virtue of doing that, then those things are out of the way And then you can focus and tackle on the big rocks for the day and focus your time and energy and effort on the other people that are relying for you. So a good morning routine, in my opinion, starts the night before. This means going to bed at the same time every night, ideally earlier than later, so that you can get good quality sleep uh, and wake up at a reasonable time. If you're going to bed at midnight every night because you're staying up watching TV, Uh, you're putzing around, you're doing the dishes, you're doing the laundry, you're messing around on your phone, you're playing video games, uh, then you're doing yourself a disservice because every hour of sleep that we get before midnight is worth two after midnight. At least that's 
something that one of my mentors, Charles Poliquin, always used to say. And I think what we know from a deep sleep standpoint is we really do get a lot more deep sleep uh, before midnight than we do after. And that's very regenerative and restorative sleep. And so if you're having a hard time waking up in the morning and the conversations that we have with clients around this is, is listen, if you're having a hard time waking up at five or six, it simply means you need to go to bed a little bit earlier. And how do we set the stage for that? Well, it means you need to have a nighttime routine. So when are you turning off the TV? When are you finishing dinner? When are you getting the kids to bed? When are you taking care of those responsibilities so that you can then get in bed, turn the lights out, leave the phone away from your head, make sure you've turned off the notifications, you give yourself the opportunity to wind down so you can get to sleep, so you can wake up on time. Then becomes the morning routine of waking up at the same time every day, even on the weekends, which of course means going to bed at the same time, even on the weekends. And this is something that really sets people back because they might have a great routine during the week, but then on, on the weekends, they're staying up too late, they're drinking too much alcohol, and they're paying for it for the first few days of the week, playing catch up. Can't think straight, can't function, uh, and that's terribly problematic. So waking up at the same time of day, and then what are the one or two or three most important things that you can focus on to create structure? For me, it's waking up, Drinking a big glass of water with some electrolytes. I use the Jigsaw Electrolyte Supreme, which you guys can get through our Fullscript account for 25% off your first order uh, and 15% off in perpetuity. And the link's down in the show notes. But we love Jigsaw Health. We love all these practitioner-grade products. Uh, But uh, you don't need to get fancy with supplement routine. Drink a big glass of water. If you want, put a little pinch of sea salt in it for some hydration uh, and replenish some of those electrolytes. And then is what's most important for you to focus on so you can prioritize yourself. And I'll be honest with you here, as a busy dad, as a business owner, we have three kids. We just got a puppy. Christine and I work from home. It's sort of like every day is different. And I would love to be able to say I have this sort of systematic routine in place that I'm doing every single day. And to be honest with you, full transparency, I don't. And honestly, I don't know that I need to. Would I benefit from it? Possibly but I'm doing the best that I can with the tools that I have. And that's all that you know. I would ask for you to identify with, is not feeling like you're giving yourself a hard time if you're not as consistent as you, like, you would like to be. Just simply figure out what you need to do to get better every day. And so for me, it's wake up, drink a big glass of water, and then it's, it's, it's one of a number of different things. Sometimes I will uh, make a cup of coffee, I will grab my journal and a book, And I will take 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes, and I'll journal. And then I'll read, you know, like 10 pages of a book. And typically with journaling, the things that I will write down, I'll usually just have a small journal. I'll just write a a page, um, which again takes me, you know, five or 10 minutes just to think about. And um, I'll write about things that I'm grateful for. I will write about uh, goals, future goals that I have. And writing those goals as if they have already happened. So for example, saying it's December 31st of 2024, and I'm so grateful that we're on the beach in Hawaii, and I've been able to pay off the car loan, and that, you know, whatever. So I I think those are great opportunities to just uh, future cast kind of what you want your life to look like, because we know there's a strong connection between journaling and visioning exercises and those things coming to reality. Not to be too woo-woo, but speaking of woo-woo, what I'll also do in my journaling is I will 
just write down kind of the same affirmations every single day. And I'm not a big affirmation guy, but I do believe in kind of reinforcing these things so that I don't get too lost in the minutia of the day-to-day, which I feel is problematic for me. So I'll write down that I am enough, I have enough, and I will always have enough. Those are my three affirmations that I'll write down every single day. And those are beneficial for me because as an entrepreneur, it's very easy for me and I think for people in general to get very lost in all of the things that we want to have happen for us and not reflect on all of the things that have already happened for us, for us, not to us, for us. All of the positive things in our life. Listen, it's like you have a lot to be grateful for. I have a lot to be grateful for, right? We have a roof over our head and and clean drinking water and food at our disposal and hopefully a healthy body that you can move on a daily basis and two arms and two legs and, and all of these things that we can seemingly overlook. And so when I say these things, I am enough. I have enough. I will always have enough. It's simply me reflecting on not getting lost in what we, we, what we call the gap. Uh, the, the gap between where I am now and where I want to go. And always just looking at, at the distance between and saying, what do I need to do to get there? What do I need to get there? Instead of looking at the gain, which is look how far I've come. Look how much I've done in the past day, in the past week, in the past month, in the past year, in the past five years. Look how far we've come. Look how far I've come as an individual, as a family, in in my marriage, in my career, so on and so forth. And so that's where I'd love the opportunity to just sit down for a few minutes and reflect on those things. I think it's supremely beneficial, again, in my opinion. But you know, you have the opportunity to do whatever you want. And and that way, you know, I can kind of get the right mindset for the day. Because no matter what happens in my life, if I were to lose my business for whatever reason, if, you know, God forbid something happens to my family, I'm reflecting on just how grateful I am to be here in this moment, to know that genuinely, it's like, I'm, I'm just grateful for everything I have. I'm grateful for you listening to this and we just, you know, we're very fortunate. And then I'll read. And I mentioned The Gap. I mentioned The Gain. I just happened to be reading a book called The Gap and The Gain. It's by uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And it really just is about what I just talked about, coincidentally, of reflecting on how far we've come versus how far we have to go by living in the gain versus the gap. We really can continue to reinforce progress and uh, from a much more positive standpoint than always feeling like we're behind the eight ball, which is simply not the case. And then if I have time, um, because I usually do get up probably around 5 a.m., this routine will take me to 5.30. I might go out for a long walk. I might hit a workout. Kids start to stir around six, and I make it a point as part of my morning routine is me being present with the kids to the degree that I can. And that means typically between six or 6.30 and 7.30, I'm a dad, I'm a a chef, I am a chauffeur, whatever. I'm, I'm doing all of the things. And that means cooking them breakfast because I love doing that every single day. It lights me up. And all of the things that go with getting the kids ready for school and getting them out of the house so that I can then actually get to work. So if I don't wake up and don't journal, it's usually getting up, going out for a walk, hitting a workout, or some combination of the above. That's as simple as it gets for me. That's as simple as we typically suggest for our clients is to simply have something 
and some concerted period of time, even if it's 15 or 20 minutes before the kids get up, where you can get up, focus on yourself, maybe do some breathing exercises, just get grounded, maybe get out for a quick walk, and then get on with your day. And that really is how I've found to be the most productive, to um, really approach the day from the right mindset instead of frenetically be trying to play catch up every single day. And the, the things that allow me to do this are to make sure I'm getting up at the same time of day, to make sure I'm not checking my emails or phone first thing. And I'll be totally honest and transparent about this is I'm not always great about it. Sometimes I get lost on the rabbit hole of scrolling Instagram or, or responding to clients. And then all of a sudden I've been in work mode and I miss out on the opportunity to focus on my morning routine. And so I'm, I'm always working just like I I was when I was a 16-year-old kid of identifying the things that work for me, the things that don't, and making concerted efforts to just keep dialing that in, keep getting better. And I think that's the beautiful thing about your morning routine is it's yours, my friend. It is yours to figure out what works best for you. Let's just acknowledge that when you can implement that structure and consistency and discipline on a daily basis, you are going to set the stage for success because when you win your morning, you all in all likelihood win your day. And that's what I want for you. And so hopefully this has been helpful uh, as a means to help you start to dial in your morning routine so that you can win your day. If it has, do me a favor and share this with someone whom you think could benefit. Uh, Grab a screenshot of the podcast episode and tag us at BSL Nutrition on social media. And uh, obviously, you know, leave a five-star rating and positive review. Be super grateful for that. And of course, if you want to talk about how we can support you with your health and nutrition and, and fat loss goals, then you're welcome to reach out you can email me, ben at bslnutrition.com, or you can simply click at the link in the show notes to schedule your free nutrition strategy call with me. Thanks so much, my friend. Appreciate you tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple. 